Hey everybody, welcome to Weekly Sunshine. I'm Casey Kennedy and this is episode 31 titled Get the Hints. Um, today I will be in the Pearl of Great Price in Moses chapter 1. Um, and I'll really just be talking about the difference between um, our Heavenly Father and Satan and, you know, respective um sides of that darkness and that light, you know? So the verse in particular that I'm going to be talking about is Moses chapter 1 verse 18 and it says, and again Moses said, I will not cease to call upon God and have other things to inquire of him for his glory has been upon me, wherefore I can judge between him and thee. Depart hence, Satan. That verse really came after like this big conversation between Moses and God. Um, and God revealed unto him many things, but one of the most important things was God told Moses that he was made after the similitude of the only begotten, right? Um, and during this time, like, Moses is having a literal, like, face-to-face conversation with God. He is transfigured to be able to be in the presence of this holy, eternal being that we cannot comprehend, right? Um, Well, we can't comprehend without that spiritual buffer, safety coding, I don't know. I don't know what you can liken that onto, but it's kind of like, it's not possible to be able to see God without being transfigured first. It actually talks about that too, And it talks about that as well in Moses chapter 1 verse 11. But now mine own eyes have beheld God, but not my natural, but my spiritual eyes. For my natural eyes could not have beheld, for I should have withered and died in his presence. But his glory was upon me, and I beheld his face, for I was transfigured before him. Right? Basically, Heavenly Father made it possible and was like, Moses, you can now see me in this new sense because you're transfigured because as a mortal man, you could not have been able to see me. Um, so yeah, Moses is, has his conversation, face-to-face conversation with God, um, and after that whole conversation, Satan comes and is just like, dude, you should worship me because I'm God too. And basically Moses is just like, no, um, you're, you're, you're definitely not God because I did not, I do not feel of that greatness, right? And the first thing that Satan actually says to him is Moses, son of man, worship me. That's all he says. Which I think is, I mean, for one, not a good game plan, right? Because the first thing that God says is, Behold, I am the Lord God Almighty, and endless is my name. For I am without beginning of days or end of years, and is not this endless, and behold, thou art my son. You know? So I think, you know, different game plans for one. Heavenly Father, God says, like, who he is. He's like, you know, I'm a literal God, endless, eternal, right? And Satan's just like, you know, you should just worship me. He doesn't say who he is, you know? And, you know, he goes on, Moses goes on to talk about be like, yo, Satan, get away from me because, for one, I can't feel of the greatness that God has literally just showed me, right? You know, Moses had this great spiritual experience and was just like, I felt God, right? I saw God, but then 
Satan creeps along. Keep in mind, he doesn't even have a body. He's just like, you know, worship me. And Moses is just like, I have better things to do. Get away, Satan, because you are not my father. Um, and I just think it's interesting to think about how, you know, Moses was chosen before he came to this earth. He did see God face to face. He had this experience and he, Satan still attempted to persuade him and tempt him to do wrong things, right? Just because someone is very spiritual and is close to Heavenly Father, right, is chosen and has continued the work, it does not mean that they are excused from Satan's temptations, right? Like, same thing goes for, like, Joseph Smith. We know that Joseph Smith was transfigured in the first vision. I mean, he had to be to see Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ in the flesh in the sacred grove, right? Um, and in Joseph Smith history, one fifteen, it talks about how thick darkness gathered around me, and it seemed to me for a time as if I were doomed to sudden destruction. You know, you know, that's the part where Satan was just like, yo, you should not pray because, you know, he knew that he was aware of what was going to happen, right? Since Satan was never born, he knows who was chosen in the pre-mortal life, right? Same thing with, like, Moses and every everyone else, all of Heavenly Father's children, right? And I think that's just an important thing to differentiate, right? Heavenly Father will always give us peace and comfort and tell us who He is and tell us who we are, Right? And Satan will do his best to be like, eh, no. Something else. Different information. I'm going to confuse you. I'm going to stop you from doing amazing things. Which is honestly kind of silly because, I mean, I think that we all should do amazing things. We all have the capacity to do amazing things, right? We all should want to bring to pass Heavenly Father's great work. And we all should be excited about that. And I think that if, when Satan comes along and is just like tempting you otherwise, that's when we can really hold on to our identity as children of God and be like, get out. (laughs) I had an experience this past week um, where I had a lot of like intrusive thoughts, um, just that I wasn't good enough and that I should just stop talking to people because I wasn't good enough. And then I... And just things like... All, none. I don't actually have friends who care about me, right? So don't be friends with people, right? Just, just things like that. And those are the type of things that really, like, tear me down. You know, I know that Satan knows that about me. For real, I literally sat down, like, in my bathtub and just 
cried and held my head in my hands and wanted these thoughts to go away. Um, and they didn't go away immediately, right? And I prayed and I felt better. But I knew that I needed to do service and I needed to do the things that Satan was trying to stop me from doing, right? And literally the next day, I went to the temple with my friends. And I remember sitting in the baptistry in the pews, just looking at all the artwork and all of the little things and looking out the window and at the sunshine and just looking around at my friends and just being able to be like, hey, these people care about me. Heavenly Father cares about me. And I know what Satan says will get to me. But I have it in my own power to tell him to go away. Because I bet Satan doesn't, right? I have the Holy Ghost with me and I have a testimony of Jesus Christ. I have a mortal body of flesh and bone that can do proxy work for the dead in the house of the Lord. I know that through finding identity as a child of God, I know that when you have these moments where Satan just says the right things that we can be able to identify those things because they will always try to stop us from doing good things. And I know that we can always just do our best to stop it. And of course, that's not always going to be the case, right? Like, I still struggle with those type of things sporadically. And I know that, you know, finding help is very important. And finding help through the atonement of Jesus Christ is one way to get better. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And I will see you guys next week.